Remember when I said yesterday that it'll take me at most 10 days to finish this book? I'll scratch that because uh, it is really not going to happen. <laughs> there are a lot of things in this book. I really like what I read because it really takes you along logically in a way in which it matches my own way of uh, thinking about it very closely i like the way the whole process is happening here and so so this chapter that i re- i haven't read the whole chapter yet it's there are a lot of things to discuss and i am sure i'll i'll not be able to discuss all everything that i've decided uh, even today but we'll try uh, so the first thing the f- this even before we start in at this point uh, susan pocket is trying is is setting the ground rules properly because it's a new science in a lot of ways it's there are no principles yet of consciousness like we have the principles of motion and gravity when you're trying to establish something when you're trying to figure out what will explain a phenomenon usually we try to relate it to established principles right but in our case there are no fundamental principles that are already established we need to establish the fundamental principles just like newton did with gravity he combined different phenomena into one umbrella of gravity the force acting on the apple falling from a tree is the same force that makes kepler's laws work that was the breakthrough he took vastly separate phenomena and figured out that they are from the same principle of gravity and he established that this is kind of the mirror of what she's trying to do here so this is the fundamental principle that is being proposed consciousness is identical with certain spatiotemporal patterns in the electromagnetic field that is it this is what is the principle this is the goal and i need i should tell you this right now that this is extremely interesting to me for one simple reason even if we even if she is not able to establish this fundamental principle science doesn't need to have like good science is already being done in my point of view good science is already being done it doesn't have to find the truth i mean it does have to find the truth but it can also find what is not the truth if it ultimately turns out that this principle is false we will have done something very very useful in the process so that's that's something that lay people don't really take into consideration failure is as much a part of science and it's actually a success so then she goes on to explain what will count as evidence in our case and in our case the so let's say you find some evidence that if you have this experience um consci- if you have x conscious experience that corresponds to such and such spatiotemporal pattern of the mind 
Now, does that work as evidence? You can actually take this evidence in either way. Firstly, you can consider that, yes, okay, of course, uh, um, this counts as evidence for the principle that we are trying to establish. But people who are um, proponents of the the opposing theory that consciousness is just a result of the neurons firing, the firing of neurons in that specific order and and it somehow is related to information processing itself, they can also consider this evidence as not really failing for their theory because they consider the consciousness, they consider the EM waves to be an epiphenomenon. Yes, this brain happens to create electromagnetic waves when it fires. It does not mean that there is something profound in those field, in, in those electromagnetic fields. So those are the two different varying point of views. Although it must be said that in psychiatry, because psychiatry... Uh, took up EEG quite quickly. EEG is the machine that um, detects the waves. Psychiatric field adopted EEG quite quickly. They are more open to this idea rather than psychologists. Psychologists. And then she goes on to establish the ground rules for acceptability of evidence. For that, the first thing she tries to do is establish a working definition of consciousness, which is like, even I started with this initially, that even the two people that we discussed in the podcast before, two podcasts before, is John Joe McFadden kind of changed the definition of consciousness to agency. So here she's trying to explain what consciousness is, um, what the definition of consciousness is, and we figure we understand that it's very close to what we are saying. It's the subjective experience of being aware. And of course, this is a circular definition because uh, what is awareness if not being conscious? And you can say that you haven't explained anything, you have just established a relationship between two words but we are not scientists and we can just put this under wraps quickly because we are just learning and we can say ah, okay you know what we're talking about the conscious experience the, the the actual experience of looking and seeing the color red and green and blue that color is forming in this awareness state, this made up of uh, some awareness. And this is what we are talking about. So now, then she goes on to explain that there are three different possible um, subtypes. Simple consciousness, self-consciousness, and cosmic consciousness. Simple is the one that we are talking about. Self-consciousness is usually used in adult as to explain adult humans uh, a sense of their own self and their own um, that you are a self you are this person that is going through life you know and then the third one is the cosmic consciousness which 
relates to the mystical experiences mystical experiences that people have had since uh, a long long time ago and buddha is one of them and here in this cosmic consciousness the person understands that they are actually not a self the self that they thought they were is an illusion so it's it's kind of very it's it's very interesting way of looking at it first there is a simple consciousness which is just being the consciousness of a baby or a, or a mammal a dog or a cat then there is self consciousness where you establish yourself as an entity and then there is cosmic consciousness where you realize that self is just made up and everything is just uh, uh, the truth of consciousness or whatever let's not go into that uh, that's a big big topic and that's actually the starting point of my um interests in consciousness um although 10 minutes are up uh, let me just say this one point where she uses where she establishes the difference between states of consciousness versus content of consciousness state of consciousness would be being awake or being uh unconscious or being uh, semi conscious in hypnotic state and the content of consciousness would be what exactly you are seeing right and she says that states of consciousness um em theory of consciousness first of all <clears throat> so she says that any theory of consciousness needs to understand needs to um resolve difference between different states of consciousness and she says this very interestingly in her book she says em theory of consciousness eats this requirement for breakfast which is very interesting way of putting it uh, and she'll explain it in chapter 2 so so that's all for today um i feel like this format is very interesting i'm really excited and i'm i'm trying to cram as many things as possible in this 10 minute space um which i believe is a good sign because the opposite is if i'm really struggling to fill the, these 10 minutes but i have a lot of things to say and already there are uh, um, almost up to 12 minutes now i guess so i'll stop see you tomorrow